This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome to another sparkly show. Unfortunately, we've had to say goodbye to the wonderful Charlie Watts, enigmatic drummer for the Rolling Stones, who seemed to be cut from a very different mould to the rest of the Rolling Stones. He was so out of the limelight, so not caught up in the whole rock and roll game. Um, And his first love was jazz, not rock and roll. But what a charming figure. And he commands huge respect among fans and amongst his own band members and, you know, other musicians. And he's finally gone, age 80. So tonight on The Sparkly Show, we're paying tribute to Charlie Watts. Working all night long Put my daughter on my knee She said Daddy What's wrong? She whispered in my ear so sweet You know what she said She said
Charlie Watts joined the Rolling Stones in 1963. Wow, getting on for 60 years with the Rolling Stones. Who ever thought the Rolling Stones would die? They just they've been there forever. Very, very you know, rock and roll is getting old, let's face it. And you know, we've already lost a couple of Beatles, so no surprise I guess that the Stones would start to go too. And Charlie was the oldest member of the Stones. As I said before, I'm never interested in the whole the trappings of stardom and so forth in an interview in 1991 he said i've actually never been interested in all that stuff and i'm still not i don't know what showbiz is and i've never watched mtv there are people who just play instruments and i'm pleased to know that i'm one of them (laughs) what a fantastic humble attitude to you know one he's one of the world's greatest rock stars but um yeah could be not more removed from that and he never considered himself to be a rock star his first love, as I mentioned before, was jazz, and he had his own jazz quartet, or quintet, I should say, the Charlie Watts Quintet. Let's have a listen to the Charlie Watts Quintet performing Bluebird.
Uh, the wonderful Charlie Watts in a guise with which you might not be familiar, jazz drumming with his own quintet. That's from a 1992 album, a tribute to Charlie Parker. But this is how we got to know Charlie Watts in the first instance, is it not? <laughs>
Charlie Watts showing off his shuffle rhythm skills in the back of 19th Nervous Breakdown there. He was, as I've mentioned, a kind of like um, an example of how to live your life in some ways. You know, he got, he didn't fall for all that rock and roll crap that perhaps the others did. He met his wife Shirley in 1961 and the two of them were married in 1964. So they were together for 60 years and married for an incredible 57 years. The poster couple for a rock and roll marriage, really. I'm going to play now one of my favourite songs from the Rolling Stones that features Charlie's kind of understated, in-the-pocket kind of drumming. You know, he never did more than was needed. He wasn't flashy. He was, to use an old cliche, the engine room of the Rolling Stones. Here's Memory Motel from the Black and Blue album. Working all night long I put my daughter on my knee And she said Daddy What's wrong? She whispered in my ear so sweet You know what she said She said Daddy you're a fool Mm-hmm. 
my friends say to me sometimes, I make her like I don't understand. You know what they say? They say, So before Charlie Watts joined the Rolling Stones, he was he was, was with the Alexis Corners Blues Incorporated, and he really was not a rock and roller at all. And he's often said that it was Keith Richards who really introduced him to rock and roll. He said before he joined the Rolling Stones, he actually didn't care at all for Elvis Presley and the other rock and roll fraternity. But he said um, Keith educated him. He took him right back to the very earliest days of rock and roll, and he learned to really respect and enjoy rock and roll. But as I say, in his heart, he was always really a jazz drummer. So it seems only right in a tribute show on Otago Access Radio for Charlie Watts that we should do at least one more jazz track from Charlie Watts' quintet. This is the ironically called, in Charlie Watts' case, Rocker.
Charlie Watts Quintet and Rocker. Charlie Watts with the Rolling Stones released an incredible 30 studio albums, no less than 33 live albums. There's been 29 compilation albums. I couldn't tell you how many singles. It's kind of hard to remember. Um, no, sorry, it's hard to imagine rock and roll without the Rolling Stones. I do have a regret that I never saw them and never took the opportunity to see them when they came to New Zealand on those rare occasions. Ah, I never will see the complete lineup now, obviously. But yeah, rock and roll without the Rolling Stones just does not seem right, <laughs> does it? Anyway, I'm going to close the show today with some tributes from Charlie Watts' fellow musicians, Mick Jagger posted on Twitter just a photograph, no words, just a photograph of Charlie behind the drums, smiling broadly. Keith Richards posted a photograph of a set of Gretsch drums with a closed sign hung behind them, which I think is a, a lovely unspoken tribute. Ronnie Wood posted a photograph of himself with Charlie, taken not that long ago with the caption, I love you, my fellow Gemini. I will dearly miss you. You are the best. I wonder what the Rolling Stones are going to do now with, without Charlie. It's pretty hard to imagine the Rolling Stones without Charlie. I mean, band members have come and gone over the years with the Stones, particularly in their early days with the death of Brian Jones. And, of course, Mick Taylor didn't stay long. Bill Wyman retired. So the Stones have come you know, they've come through some band lineup changes, but gosh, do you think they'll keep going without Charlie? It's hard to know. I'm going to be spending a lot of this week playing my old Rolling Stones records. I salute you, Charlie Watts. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.